Hey, my lovely, welcome back to another episode of the Beautifully Built Podcast. I am your podcast and social media BFF, Melissa Impet. Thanks so much for tuning in today. You are in for such a treat. I have one of my soul sisters, Angelica, joining us today. Angelica and I have just been brought into each other's lives from this beautiful, amazing course that I have been in for the past eight weeks called The Lightworkers Society with Miss Marley Ansel. Angelica and I are both studying and diving real deep into healing our past this beautiful spiritual awakening that has been up-leveling us so quickly. It's amazing, it's exciting, and I'm just so grateful to have so many strong women to be going through this experience with. So Angelica is coming to join us today to chat all about how Reiki has become such a huge part of her life. So she's gonna tell us all about what Reiki and energy healing actually means, how it's performed, and how it can be really life-changing and beneficial in your life. So I'm really excited to chat all things Reiki, crystals, all this woo-woo stuff that you guys know I just love so much. I love it so much. So I'm really excited to welcome Angelica onto the show. Angelica, thank you so much for coming and sharing your heart with us. Oh, thank you very much. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, it's so nice to have you. I'm so excited to introduce you to everybody. So yeah, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am, have been on a journey with Reiki since early 2018. Um, and what I love sharing about it is how I got into it. Yeah, so it hasn't actually even been that long. That's amazing. In total, it really hasn't because been when I speak to you, it kind of feels as if like it's been a part of you for a lot longer. Yeah, and perhaps it has been. Yeah. Not yeah. that I've been aware of it. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> um, a friend of mine in Germany, where I was born and raised, um, she uh, had been saying to me for years and years, Angelica, I'm seeing this Reiki master. It's fantastic. You should go and do it too. And I always said, sounds good. Nice. Kind of brushed it off. And we talked about something else. It's and so funny because my, my mom was really big into Reiki. And we all know how we feel with our moms, like what our moms are into. I was like, oh, cool mom. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it really just, I didn't even pay attention to it. So much so that I never asked, what is it? What happens when you go and receive Reiki? Was she what? going for a specific reason or was it just something that she was called to go to? Um, she had been going through a really hard time personally um, with regards to her mom and a loss in a family and things like that. Um, but I truly did not know. I couldn't imagine, like, was she doing yoga exercises? Was yeah. she standing up, sitting down? I didn't know what she was doing. I just went, okay, sounds great. Let's talk about something else. And so for, I think I had the opportunity for years and years to learn more about it, and I never did. Hmm. And um, in January 2018, I had been sick for three weeks. I had been on two sets of antibiotics already. I wasn't getting better. I was ready to try anything. Anything, yeah. And that was when another friend here in Hoboken, where I live in New Jersey, said, there's a Reiki master I know, and it sounds like she would be exactly what you need right now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I went. <laughs> you listened to So this was a different friend? This was a different friend um, who I'd not known as long, but I think she spoke to me at the right time. And yeah. sometimes that's what you need. Mm -hmm. um, 
so the time for me had come. I went and received Reiki. I went in with zero expectation and I had a very profound experience um, the first time around and also the times after, just always very different. The first time around, I, we can talk about this some more, I released a lot of emotion in that session in a very safe way, which was fantastic. Um, I really loved how you said that you went into it with no expectation. Because I think that, you know, that's really important, especially going into something new, especially in the energetic realm, if it's new to you, you know, having these, having these preconceived conceptions of how it's going to be could really, you know, make the experience so much different. Yeah, uh, totally agree. It's, mm -hmm. it's a big aspect of any experience you're going to have is how are you going into it? Um, if you have a, a specific intention with it that's beautiful if you have a certain expectation that changes everything right because it's going to have to live up against that um and so yeah perhaps this is actually a really good moment to tell you about what happens in a reiki yeah, session paint the picture for us <laughs> so um as i went there i asked at the start what is going to happen because i'm coming here because i'm feeling really bad i've i'm on these antibiotics i was still sniffling and just not good, feverish. And um, she said, okay, you're going to be lying down on this massage table, which we've all laid down on a massage table before, so that seems safe. She said, there will be a blanket on you, so it will be warm. Comfortable. Um, comfortable. So you're not doing crazy ice. yoga poses. <laughs> <laughs> no yoga poses. Um, I, I was actually face up, face up in the beginning, and she said, during the session, if later on we want to do face down as well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll turn you over. Um, so you're fully Did you closed. Do you have clothes on? Yeah, fully yes. clothed. Yeah. I think we were thinking at the exact same time. <laughs> <laughs> um, these are truly some of the questions you get. Like, what? So if you're on a massage table, does that mean you're not dressed? I'm like, no, you're dressed fully. <laughs> um, do you take your shoes off? Because through the blanket, um, there, there will be light touch throughout the session, yeah. right? So what it means is, um, there might be light music in the background, some meditative grounding music. Um, normally you will be guided into a session with a light meditation. Um, as you have your eyes closed, perhaps you have an eye pillow on your eyes. Mm. Um, and I tend to use some essential oils in the beginning. So you also just have a really good experience of settling into a calm space within yourself. And that is how a Reiki session starts. And then you will feel at some point very lightly a hand, for example, on your feet or a hand on your stomach. Mm, and, and that's that really is, reading your energy, right? Yeah. Um, that's the practitioner actually performing the healing. So reading the energy happens at the start in, in a movement along the body where the practitioner will pick up where they will want to go and need to go. And they start working with the energy then. And then by the time they lightly touch you, that's truly when they're giving the energy. Um, and so what a lot of people then go, well, what, they're giving energy. What does that mean? Like warm hands or. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> so the easiest way to describe it is that a practitioner of Reiki channels energy within them so they access it's not their own energy that they're giving they access the highest level of energy imagine it like a bright light coming through their head through their body and out of their arms because they consciously give it through their hands mm -hmm. to you the person who's receiving mm -hmm. and with that they can work with the energy that's already existing in your body any 
blockages, anything like that where um, you might feel it as a symptom of being off center or a nervousness, um, whatever it may be, they will work with that. And so that's what you'll experience during a Reiki session. Truly, you're just lying down, having your eyes closed. You can fall asleep. Yeah. Don't fight it. If it you still feel like works. It still, still works. works. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's so important for, you know, if you're new to the energetic world, and this is something that, you know, is something that you might not totally have felt as if you wrapped your head around yet. But it's true that we, we can get blocked energy in our body. And yeah. when we feel, when we, well, you might not feel it, but it's there. It mm. creates a lot of imbalance. It can create these fears. It can create pains. It can create diseases. You know, mm. it can create so many different ailments within our bodies. So Reiki is just such a beautiful way to start moving some of that blocked energy along. Yeah, for sure. And that's, that's the one thing about energy. Keeping it moving is the most important part. Anything that's stuck will always weigh you down and you will, you will get that symptom, everything that you just described. The question is, when do you start listening yeah. and when do you start acting on that and actually changing something? Um, and so for me, yeah, like if we, again, like go back to that history of when I first started out receiving, that was based on, I acted and listened to my body because I was so sick. I was ready to try anything. Yeah. So it's almost a blessing in disguise, right? It really was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and from there, I received every two to three months after. Yeah. Um, and I started experiencing some very different sessions. Um, one really just incredibly beautiful experience where um, I, in this meditative state that you're in, as you're receiving with your eyes closed, I saw a face. And um, I knew that I knew them, but I didn't recognize who I saw, if that makes sense. Mm. Like by the picture, by, the, by my eyes, by what, who I saw, I couldn't identify them, but I knew in my heart that I knew them. Um, and I talked to my Reiki practitioner, my Reiki master about it afterwards. And she said, yeah, I felt this female energy come through. I said, yeah, it was mm. a female that I saw. She said, it felt as though it was someone who'd taken care of you before. Mm. And, I said, and my mind went straight to this one person that I could imagine I felt very clear that it was this person's energy, I guess. Um, and it was two weeks later that um, I found out that she had passed away. Oh, my goodness. And um, she was 98. She very peacefully passed away in her sleep. Mm. Um, I, as I learned that piece of information, that was the very first time in my life, it was a very different experience of learning about something like that. Um, I felt as though I had a beautiful moment with her there. Mm -hmm. And it was a very different way of saying goodbye. Yeah. And so Reiki has along the way given me very different experiences. It has helped me with my physical health. It has helped me with my emotional health. It has helped me with grief. It has helped me um, in more ways than mm. I could even describe in one session with you here. <laughs> yeah. um, what I learned most of all, though, was um, how beautiful and how what a safe space it is that you can create for yourself, but also for others. And that's where, towards the end of the year in 2018, my mindset shifted as my master also started saying, I do train people in giving Reiki there was no doubt in my mind that I would start learning this. And so since November, 2018, 
Um, I then qualified Reiki level one. Level two is where I'm at now. I'll become a master and a teacher this summer in August in Bali. Um, in Bali? Yes, in oh, Bali. Oh my gosh, how beautiful. <laughs> I can't wait. I've yeah. never been before. Um, but it's just been this wonderful journey where over time, where it started very much out just with me trying to heal my physical body, we have moved all the way into me helping other people mm. and me by August, I'll be able to even teach other people how to teach. Mm -hmm. I mean, what, a, what an achievement along that way of a, just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Just, that has come it's into just, my it life. goes so full circle from you receiving so much healing and now you're really coming around and being able to give that healing and then yeah. teach that healing. That's yeah. Beautiful. yeah. So now yeah. how do you think that this could help people who are in a place in their life right now where they're so really trying to hit their goals when it comes to weight loss or when it comes to fitness or falling more in love with their bodies? You know, how could Reiki be beneficial to someone that's in that place right now? Oh, I love that question so much because I've been thinking about it. I see it so much on social media, um, you know, people having amazing results in terms of what they do in the gym, but then sometimes not being happy still with what they're yes. actually seeing. I know I suffered and I know yeah. I've had a lot of people on the show that has also suffered. <laughs> Give yourself credit, ladies. Um, so a lot of that I find can be rooted in, rooted in the root chakra. The root chakra. And so um, That's my weakest chakra. I know that for sure. So for, for those of, I guess, your listeners who may not have heard about the chakras, there, there are seven of them and you can imagine them along, uh, along the middle of your body if you kind of start with your feet going upwards. So you're going root, sacral, solar, that's, this is around, um, sacral is your belly button, solar is just your sternum a little bit further up, your heart chakra at the heart, throat mm -hmm. chakra, third eye around about your face and then um, you have your crown that's kind of mm -hmm. at the top. So each of these hold different energies um, and are supposed to be flowing at all times. And your root chakra really carries a lot of the self-image, thoughts about yourself, fear. And that's where um, you ground through your root chakra. Mm -hmm. And the grounding work is really one of the most profound things that you can do in terms of activating any of the other chakras. And what I mean by that is someone might have the symptom of, um, I struggle to express myself. I struggle with speaking and um, getting my ideas across. And you might think that's all throat chakra related. Um, and you can work with the throat chakra. I could work with that throat chakra in a Reiki session straight up, go there. But very likely I might be guided to go to the feet first mm -hmm. and actually Starts work with that person's grounding. Mm. Um, that is because a lot of the fear, anxiety around thoughts, limiting beliefs around yourself, you store all of that actually at your root. Mm -hmm. um, and as soon as you can release some of that, and as soon as you can ground yourself some more, it's as though it opens up the other chakras mm -hmm. to more of their capacity too. And that's when you can start and unlock some of these other um, chains and that's what the, the magic the happens. Yeah, yeah. So it's truly, it's not like a textbook thing of, ooh, so you're experiencing A, here is, I will do a specific thing. Everyone is different. Very different. Yeah. An example of something that might happen. So as you're trying to imagine it, 
Mm. I feel that a lot of this stuff um, mm. starts with the root chakra. Mm. There are some affirmations you can work with. Um, I find that most people, um, it is really beneficial to start with, I am safe. I am safe. Um, I'm safe. I am secure. I'm safe to be seen. Mm, I'm safe to be seen just as I am. Just as you are. That's exactly it. And so you can repeat this to you in meditation. Um, There are specific mantras you can also play in the background. So while you may not understand word by word what that means on the mantra, um, it actually has the sound. um, All of that has an effect on your body and that energy that whatever works for you, you should work with and continue as a practice, right? Um, I can give some suggestions of, of how that might start. And um, as I work with someone in Reiki at the end of the session, you know, I'll give a suggestion on a specific type of crystal that might help with something that they're experiencing or a mantra or a, uh, an affirmation that they may want to use. Um, it all comes down to what is that person drawn to? What's really speaking to them? Right, so out of 20 affirmations, I might state for the root chakra, one might really stand out to you, and that's the one you're going to have to repeat over and over and over again. And then you might move on at some point, and it's something different. I love that you talk about the repetition too, because it's it's easy to create a to create a list of affirmations for yourself, but just mm-hmm. like you said, there there's one that right really might hit home, and it's the re- repetition of that one that really ah. helps you. Absolutely. And also what I want to express with that too is the don't be hard on yourself if you ever fall out of your practice. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about starting it again. Yeah. And us judging ourselves for whatever reason things happen in life. I may be getting out of my practice of going to the gym every day or I may be getting out of my practice of doing yoga sun salutations every morning and I've done them for 60 mornings in a row and then now I haven't done it for two okay it's about the getting back into it yeah you bring it's not about the judging yourself for getting out of it you bring your vibration and your energy down when you're so hard on yourself yes yes we want to live from this high vibe high vibe state And it's just, it's so easy to, especially, you know, I see it all the time in the fitness and weight loss community is it's, it's really easy to just be kind of like bashing ourselves, you know, and, and the more you bash yourself, the more trauma you're creating and trauma is one of the easiest ways to block energy. Yeah. And it's, you know, talking about, you know, I love that you're talking about the root chakra so much because it's what I've been doing so much work around, especially when it comes to, um, for me, it's been a lot of sexual trauma. Mm-hmm. And um, that I know that that's been blocking a lot of my energy because it's all that stuff that we just want to push under the rug. <laughs> we just, yes. just want to push it under the rug. And what happens? What happens when we push it under the rug? It'll come back in a different way and it will speak louder to you until you listen, until it's painful enough for you to do something. Yeah. That's what happens when you it's push exciting. it on. It's exciting. It really is so exciting to be at a time in my life where I'm finally, I feel mature enough and strong enough to mm-hmm. actually be attacking it instead of just letting it constantly repeat, you know, because yeah. it's, it's the pain you experience from emotional trauma. It's just as painful every time. So you know, learning different practices and ways to be releasing is so powerful. And I just feel as if Reiki is such a powerful way. You don't know how to go about it on your own practices, you know, going to see someone who does specialize. 
absolutely. Um, and also something I really want to say to you right now, yeah. if you want to work with your root, mm. something so simple you can do, walk barefoot as much as you can. Barefoot? Uh, yeah. And start bringing something red. Oh, look at my couch. <laughs> Your couch is fantastic. <laughs> we're we're on video right red bracelet every day for that reason. Beautiful red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good to know. And, and that's the color of... That's the color of that chakra. So every chakra is associated with a color. Yeah. I was um, just gifted a bracelet today that's rainbow. <laughs> See, that's, that's that can be your chakra bracelet. Yeah, but that's nice. Red, that's a really great tip. I was mm-hmm. also going to ask you too, because you mentioned, you mentioned crystals. Mm-hmm. I know that so many people are so attracted to crystals because they're pretty. I know, yeah, look, she's got one right here. I know me, right? Of course, I like sparkly, shiny things. So of course, crystals are so beautiful to me. But can we talk a little bit more about crystals and how they have these healing properties? Yeah, absolutely. I, funnily enough, was drawn to crystals so much when I was a teenager it was the one thing that growing up in Germany Christmas markets don't know if you're aware there's lots of stalls and people like presenting their handmade stuff and there's always a crystal one I loved the crystal store that was where I would hang out and I have a rose quartz from back then that's still with me now I loved what I was, I was reading books about crystals at the time and I was getting a little bit of judgment from my mom. So without bringing her into this session too much, um, I did not follow up on the crystal knowledge throughout my teens and twenties thereafter. Mm-hmm. Um, it was truly at the time that I discovered Reiki that I got so back into it. And so interesting because you were so drawn to it. Wow. That's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. I totally blocked that out for <laughs> a good period of my life. Yeah. Um, so got back into it and um, it all makes sense now. So, um, a lot of people ask me, so how do I imagine, you know, what can a crystal do to my energy? Like, how does that influence me? And I kind of tend to ask the question back, how's a crystal formed? Can you tell me? Mm. Mm -hmm. Pressure. (laughs) Pressure. And it's a material. It's some sort of a, each one's different, right? But it's some form of a liquid or a substance that over the years under the pressure was created and so as it is formed in a specific circumstance it stores a certain type of energy Mm. right and so different types of crystals we associate with different types of energies based on how they're formed where they're formed all of that Mm. And so that energy, it's literally something you can pick up, carry around. <laughs> Not you- the big one that she has in her hand right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's more like a weightlifting crystal. Yeah, I was going to say that would, that would weigh your purse down a little bit. <laughs> um, and it will interact with your energy and the energy that you have stored in your body. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, there are energies that are like sponges that will absorb all of your negative emotions. I have one of those and it's my go-to for when I'm spiraling out of Mm -hmm. fear or anything that crosses, we all do it. And suddenly we're just thinking about that and nothing else. Mm. Black tourmaline is fantastic for that. That's what I was just recommended. Someone told me that that's also very protective. I, Mm -hmm. I met someone who's very intuitive and I was telling her about what's going on in my life and the shifts and the transformation. And she told, she told me that I needed to get some of that and carry it with me to protect my energy. Mm-hmm. It's a protective stone and it will also take any of the stuff that you actually don't need. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm going to go to the store right after. I have a crystal store right here in San Diego. 
<laughs> Beautiful. Um, yeah, and it, it will store it for you. There, and there are so many different types of crystals. And if you go to a crystal shop, if, if you're drawn, people can explain to you more about it there too. There's wonderful books uh, specifically about how it works with the chakras. There's a book I keep seeing about crystal Reiki that essentially has a lot of the information that I also use in when I practice Reiki and give someone else Reiki, I use crystals and place them on the body. So and you use really the crystals that you kind of feel called the, the energy that people need more mm -hmm. of? Yeah, so more of or um, the energy that I need to interact. So uh -huh. what I mean by that is uh, a few people have shown up actually with very overactive um, solar. Mm. Solar and sacral. Um, so there's a lot of emotion there. <laughs> like the stomach area. Mm -hmm. yes, the stomach area. And that sometimes bubbles out of them almost. Mm. And not always will I be initially drawn to actually give light touch in that area based on what's going on, right? Sometimes I know it would be too much if I go there straight and touch it. Not only um, will the person probably be not be experiencing the best sensation out of that at that moment, I know I need to almost give something else first to prepare the area. Mm. And so um, I have one crystal, it's called Golden Healer, or um, Citrine works really well in that area too, um, that I might place there first. And so that's almost like the lighter start to it, um, where the energy of the crystal will already start working with the chakra for a little while. Um, while I am working on a different part of the body and um, might be at your knees or somewhere around your face or neck. Um, and by the time I then come to that area, we're working already with a different field of energy. Hmm. It will have changed by then. Wow. <laughs> and so that quickly um, too. How amazing. It, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, wow. for sure. Especially since the person is also setting the intention at the start to receive. Anyone who's ready to receive, mm -hmm. their energy will truly change throughout the session. Um, we also, as we end a session, seal the good energy in. Mm. Uh, we actually play, place a prayer for the energy to continue to work with the person as long as, as needed. And so a lot of the people um, that I have given Reiki to, um, my friends will come back the next day and say, all right, I've just been really emotional. while I just had to cry and I didn't know why. Um, stuff like that does happen the because freeing, the freeing of that, yeah, that energy will keep moving, yeah. and maybe it will be more active than this person has experienced in a long while because they were a little bit blocked. Um, and when that gets into movement, that does come out in emotions, it comes out in certain sensations that people might feel like their arms are heavy or whatever it may be. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing to witness. All I can do at that point, especially after the session, is just reassure that person that this is happening with purpose. Let it happen. Go with it. Feel with it. Drink lots of water to keep the energy moving. Um, and feel free to talk to me at any point. Oh, it's a safe a nice space. Gift. What a nice gift to be able to give somebody. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Beautiful. So now tell us a little bit about, because this was, you know, this was new to me. Like I said, my mom was, my mom was studying. Um, I believe she has her Reiki too. I'll have to ask her actually. Now I'm curious. But well, she was studying. I was young and I was kind of watching her study. And um, I never realized now with this new technology world that Reiki is something that can actually be practiced while you're not even in the same room. 
there's such a thing called distance healing. Um, you can, um, in Reiki, work essentially with anyone, anywhere, wow. at any time. Wow. And what we say in Reiki also is that there is actually no time. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so, we could do a whole episode on that. <laughs> we have symbols we use to work with certain types of energies in your body and how we modify and shape them, how we dance with the energy. Mm, so just, beautiful, yeah. Um, there's a specific symbol that we use to connect to essentially you in all time, mm. your past, your present, your future. Mm. And... We can do that from anywhere. It really helps to know where you are and your full name. Perhaps, you know, I find it, um, as I've practiced in giving Reiki over distance before, I find it really helpful to know what that person looks like because I've done it with friends only <laughs> so far. Um, I think it would be a new experience for me to do it for someone who I haven't met yet. Um, it certainly works. It's all about the intention. Um, that person truly just has to lie down away from technology if possible um, and take the time for themselves while we are giving the Reiki from wherever else um, on planet Earth, right? And so those people will experience some of the same symptoms. So <laughs> I've had people, tingly hands, um, very heavy feet. Um, sometimes they feel a certain warmth in it chest or somewhere else in their body right um those are all sensations that people tend to be surprised by when they receive reiki um, by distance for the first time um but it works the entirely same way mm. i think um i receive distance reiki on a regular basis from my reiki master she does group sessions um once a month around the full moon um which are beautiful i lie down for an hour and receive um, they are a little bit different to me to the sessions when I receive one-on-one -on -one because, of course, there are also more people that she's giving to in that type of a group distance yeah. healing. Yeah. Um, it makes it, for those of you that are thinking about, you know, how affordable is all of this, well, a group distance healing is much more affordable than a one-on-one -on -one session. Yeah. Um, for example, of course, there's a difference in how much you return in energy or in money for a session where, where you're one of many versus your one-on-one. I absolutely love receiving one-on-one -on -one and in-person. Yeah. Um, and I balance it out with in-between receiving some distance Reiki too. Mm, how nice. I'm like, we might have to talk after this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, I love that. Mm. So where do you see yourself headed with this? So right now I don't have a business. Um, I'm truly practicing on my friends. I am seeing myself going to Bali in August and getting my Reiki master and teacher qualification. And so um, after that, um, some of my circumstances of living in the US will hopefully change this year too. So right now I'm on a visa. I'm hoping to become a permanent resident here. Um, and so when that happens, it could be that I too actually start practicing on people other than my friends going forward, right? Um, what I see happening though, and what my intention with the Reiki is, I want to create a healing ripple. Yeah. And so what I mean by that is the more people I can work with, the more people I can pass healing along to, those people will act differently with people in their environment. 
and so will those people. Mm. Um, in a similar way, anyone who I may train in giving Reiki one day will create those same shifts in other people and the people that they meet. Um, that's really my pure intention behind it. Having experienced what I have experienced with Reiki, I want to pass that along and I want to create a healing ripple. Oh, that's so beautiful. It's just, you know, for me, it's just so beautiful to see how, you know, this has kind of just fallen into your lap so nicely and so graciously. And now it's really creating such such an opportunity for you to be able to really step into your truth, which, mm. which we all know is a little bit scary sometimes. Angelica and I are both in the Lightworker Society right now with our friend Marley Ansel, and she's been kind of guiding us to step into our truth. And it's pretty exciting. And I know all of you have seen this shift that I have been going on because the episodes of the Beautifully Built podcast have shifted a little bit, but it's just, it's really exciting kind of connecting with your purpose and your power and really what we're meant to be doing here. So it's just so exciting to really see it all coming about and feeling it and knowing that we have so much power to be creating this ripple. Yes. Yeah. And I think that anyone listening to the show is also a light worker that we call we call ourselves light workers and i feel as if if you are attracted to my energy you are also a light worker and it's just it's so exciting to see how you know angelica and i are both very different and we practice different things but we are both so intentional and in wanting to create this ripple effect and it's 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 inspiring for everybody listening to know that you can be doing something so differently but if you're willing to kind of step into your power and listen listen to the guidance so possible for you to be creating this ripple as well yeah and the most beautiful thing i have taken from that lightworker society that you and i are both teaching and is truly to just allow that to happen how many times have i stood in my own way be through my own beliefs or whatever obstacle i created in my mind of reasons why i can't do that number 380 you know Yes. And as soon as you go, well, actually, I just made that up. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Universal truth is, you know, absolutely, I can do this. Absolutely, I can talk about this. Absolutely, I can share this with people. Um, All of the, well, what would my people think about me? What might my friends think of me that I've had for years once I start actually talking about, I give Reiki and I really enjoy it. What might they think of me? Well, that's just in my head. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Don't allow it. And that's the one thing I would I would just say to anyone listening to if you're interested in it at all, don't be shy, don't be ashamed, you know? Take a look at it online, perhaps Google the word Reiki, see what comes up. Uh do you listen to yourself. You already know what's right for you. Mm-hmm. This is such a beautiful time of awakening right now this feminine energy that the world is shifting into it's just it's the time to really to to create the space and listen and wake up to what it is that you're truly passionate about um we just did a whole a whole module all on listening to plan a and plan b and i also did a podcast episode on it too and and starting to connect and pay more attention right because we both could have just continued sticking to plan b and it's just you know, we're not looking for stuff, right? That's one of the things that's interesting too as a, as a light worker. Materials aren't really necessarily what lights you up. 
It's the feeling, the feeling of fulfillment is what really what we're searching for. Yeah. And that that's a much more sustainable way of living. Yeah. And staying happy, right? Instead of the ups and downs and ups and downs, right? Living from such a high vibe place is when you find that place of fulfillment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so glad to have met you along that way. Yeah, me too. It's amazing. The amazing people that just, you know, come into your life when you're willing. I think, you know, one of my favorite teachers, his name's Wayne Dyer. He says that some of the keys to life is willingness and eagerness. Mm -hmm. And I was so willing. I was calling on the perfect teacher and I was just so willing. And um, Marley came along. Our friend Marley came along and stood in her power and I've just been eager for what's next. How can I level up? <laughs> when a student is ready, yes, the appears. Yes, that is for sure. Absolutely. Oh, what a beautiful conversation. Beautiful. I really enjoyed this. Thank you very much for having me. I've never done this before and I really enjoyed it. (laughs) I would never guess that you've never done it before. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, for everyone listening, this could be totally new to you. This could be something that you've heard about before, but really just take this as a sign to get curious. You know, there's a whole other world out there. The physical world is just a tiny little percentage of your life. This energetic world is really what we all need to be reconnecting to. I entirely agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank so, you for sharing and creating the room on your podcast to spread oh, the word. Oh, of course. I'm so excited. So excited to keep spreading the word because it's just, you know, it's, it's made such a big impact in my life, being able to learn how to reconnect a little bit. And, you know, as soon as you stop focusing on, you know, especially for people who are so concerned with their body image or mm-hmm. how they look or, you know, how much they weigh, you know get past that there's so much more to be focusing on and so so much more of a place to be spending your time and your energy you know don't worry about that stuff start focusing on what's within (laughs) so what is and once you've done that you may find that everything on in the external world already starts shifting without you actually having focus there at all yeah i really truly think that i did it by accident I I wasn't really as aware of the energetic world, but when I, you know, I was so hard on myself about my body. And when I kind of got to this point of just being so tired of being hard on myself, when I found that ease, that's when I started seeing the best results. Oh, Mm -hmm. it's all about that ease and that joy that you're meant to be living and living into the abundance of life. Yeah. That will change everything for you. It will change everything. All that, the weight that you've been trying to release, that you've been trying every diet in the world, it might not be about the diet. (laughs) That releasing some of those stuck emotions. Yeah, for sure. So what is one last piece of advice that you could leave everybody with? Be you. Be you. 100%. And I say that because when I first went to my first Reiki session, I told my husband and no one else. Yeah. Because out of a fear of... I didn't really know what it was. So what's everyone else going to think when I go and do that, uh, when I go there and do this? Mm-hmm. Um, and I started sharing with a few friends and I started realizing no one's judging me for this. Mm-hmm. The only person who thought people would be judging me for this was myself. Mm-hmm. I could have been myself the whole time already. Wow. I just didn't allow it. So be you. <laughs> wow. What a powerful lesson. Where can everybody connect with you? 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram. The account is called Reiki and Tea. And it's, it's uh, toddler times, I guess. No longer infancy. It's been around for two months now. That's um, I started it because I wanted to share more publicly um, with those people I've known for a long time what I'm doing now and what's come into my life so they can feel really safe around that I can find out in a safe way what Angelica is doing without having to poke her with questions that I might myself be uncomfortable with. What a they, great. Not me. Yeah. So um, that's, that's around. You can go there. I share some of my tips and tricks or like things that have crossed my mind along the journey um, on there. It's called Reiki and tea because I also am a huge lover of tea. <laughs> So if you have any questions at all about Reiki or tea, feel free to reach out to Angelica. She'll be happy to answer any questions. <laughs> yes, yeah, for thank sure. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your heart with us. I really appreciate it. It was absolutely my pleasure. Thank you. Oh my gosh, what a powerful episode. I am so grateful for Angelica. It's just been such a blast hearing more about the power of Reiki and really how it can make such an impact in your life if you're willing to just give it a try and go in it with the intention of it being so healing and exactly what you need at this time in your life. So please do some research. If you are so called to this idea of being a light worker and feeling as if you just have such a strong calling, such a strong intuition that you should be on a different path than you are currently on right now. Girl, let me tell you, it is so powerful to trust that intuition and to follow that plan A. So if you feel like you need any extra support, you're not sure what to do, where to turn, what's going on, your whole world is flipping upside down because you just really don't know what step to take next, please don't ever hesitate to reach out to me. I would love to support you. I'd love to give you some extra guidance and really remind you that it is so powerful when you step into your greatness. Not only are you gonna receive the abundant flow, but you are going to feel fulfilled on such a deeper level. So please don't hesitate to reach out. As always, you can catch me on Instagram at a underscore healthy underscore attitude or on Facebook at Melissa Impet, I-M-P-E-T-T. So please don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to support you and help you step into your truth. Love you so much, girl. Catch you on the next episode. Mwah!